Hello, and thank you for joining us for another episode of That's Solo Life, the podcast for PR pros and marketers who work for themselves. Like me, I'm Michelle Kane. My company is Voice Matters, and I am here with my wonderful co-host, Karen Swim of Solo PR Pro. Hi, Karen. How are you today? I'm doing great, Michelle. Thank you. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. I don't know. I'll paraphrase the Beatles for this topic. I heard the news today. Oh, boy. <laughs> 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 I love it. I love it. I love so, yeah, it. Today's topic is how not to drown in news because I know Karen has has something she's seen recently on Twitter that drives yeah. her and me too. It does. One of my pet peeves <laughs> is sorry PR people, but PR people always say, "Well, you know, you know, because of our jobs, we have to know everything." And so, you know, I challenge you today to think are you newsy or are you just nosy? Love it. Love I, it. Yeah. I think we PR people have a big fat case of fear of missing out. We feel oh. like we need to know absolutely everything. Yes. And don't get me wrong, being informed at a level or being informed on a topic that you're passionate about is one thing. But when you are consuming every piece of content, every broadcast, everything about the topics of the world, you are actually doing yourself a disservice because you are unable to maintain that healthy distance from all of this. So think about it. So over a day, if you've consumed the equivalent of six hours of content, now rolling around in your head is how jacked up the supply chain is, the economic downturn, the stocks are falling, gas prices are up. There's a war that's going on that's really horrible. There are break-ins in your neighborhood. Um, single mothers can't get child care. I mean, there's just like this litany of bad news. And right. it's rolling in your head. It's Now it's be, that's become your tape recording. And every conversation you have, you're like, oh my God, I can't believe it. You, you've watched pictures of burned out buildings. You have, you know, you, you spent a lot of time on this and there is no way that you can take that in on an intellectual level and not have affect your heart and soul. Right. So you go to your business and now you're looking through the lens of this perpetual negativity because can we be honest? The news is never really just a whole entire, you know, broadcast or publication full of like all great positive things. Right. right. It's not. So you become what you think about all the time. And so is that what you want your thoughts to be? And I I think it's why some people are like, they freak out, they feel uncertain and anxious and they're taking it in, like in every fiber of their being, they're taking in everything in the world around you. When in reality, life has never been guaranteed ever. It just hasn't. And in the very best of times, your business can fail. You know, it really Yeah, yeah. Even even in golden times, you you can hit a downturn. Yeah, there's no yeah. guarantees in yeah. this life. Right. But having a good, healthy mental attitude really can make the difference between how you see. And it's not that you're putting on false rose-colored glasses. It's that you are looking through a lens that is a little more balanced and not weight it to the side of doom and gloom and everything's falling apart. Right. I think it's about, you know, just remembering what of any of this can I personally control? 
what do I have control over? So I have control over my mindset. I have control over even in, you know, these big problems, what I can do. You know, can I donate? Can I do this? Can I do that? And also, you know, can not control as far as, you know, being a control freak. No, not us. But, you know, just being able to be real about that. And, and also, you know, thinking like, you know, look at from a, a larger historical perspective. We've had good times. We've had bad times. We've always gotten through somehow. So, you know, whatever happens, you're going to get through. You're smart. You're ingenious. It's, you know, but after that, it's almost like you have to, and even if you have to, compartmentalize to a degree. Just say, okay, I'm going to, maybe I'm not going to go on a full news blackout. Maybe I'll just check. I know we were joking off air. I said, you know, check in with your AM radio station. We'll give you, you give us 10 minutes. We'll give you the world. Yeah. Okay, fine. Get the weather, get the hot hits, and then change the station, either literally or in your brain. I'd say, okay. That's great. So how can I be my best self to keep, you know, keep being a good person to my friends and family and serving my clients well with good, positive energy? Uh, it's just so key. Yeah. And, and I have to tell you that it's, it's a myth. You don't have to know absolutely no. everything and drown in it no. because of your profession. That's just a lie. That's not yeah. true. I mean, there's far too many people who don't do that, who focus. I mean, it is good to understand your clients' industries. It's 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 definitely good as a citizen to understand the big picture of the things that are happening in your country and abroad and understanding how those things can impact your world. So being knowledgeable about those things. But there's a difference between being knowledgeable and then becoming an expert in the toxicity of it all. Oh, and yeah. In a recent newsletter, I recommended this news source that I that I use called 1440 News. And I love it because it is short, factual bites of every topic that's important on that day. So it, it arrives as an email. There is no bias. There's no opinions. There's no expounding on this topic. There are no um, pictures that will make you cry and not right. be able to make it through your day. It's just the, just the facts and it's short. So you breeze through that. And then I have a couple of other little breezy things that I breeze through that are industry related yeah. and I'm good to go. What I don't do is read every single local newspaper. I don't turn on the local broadcast. I don't do any of that because not that I don't care. I'm always going to be somebody who reacts with compassion and care, mm -hmm. and I'm going to participate in my community, in the world. I'm going to do whatever I can to be part of the solution. But knowing that there were X amount of murders in my state is, is not going to help me. I can't do anything about it after the fact. Right. I can understand where crime is in a certain place. I can understand these influences and think, okay, is this something that, can I do something to make this better from a big level? Like how can I do my part to make the world a safer place? Right. That is what something, if that's a problem that I feel like I'm being called on to solve, but right. knowing about it, every nuance and every detail and seeing all these horrible pictures is not good for my soul, I, for me personally. And, and I've come to this place because I've learned to streamline and have a diet of news because I realized in my own personal life, how that just gets into me every bit of me. And it's not good to wake up in the mm -hmm. middle of the night 
in tears and agony over these things. How am I supposed to live and function and show up for clients and think strategically when I have skewed my perspective? Right, right. And I think it, 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 it ekes in a lot of times without are realizing it first until we just, you know, hit the pause button, go, wait a second. Okay. Because I mean, what, what do they, what do they say out there when, you know, even you're trying to be kind to yourself, like you say, it's that cassette tape playing in your brain. Well, what are you playing? What, what thoughts are you telling yourself all day? And, um, and I think too, with the news and, and, you know, I'm guilty of it too, to a degree, you know, just knowing the difference between punditry and news, you know, we probably have maybe, 25% 25% news programming and 75% someone gets an hour. Yeah, they'll have experts on, but it's not today here this happened. Today over there this happened. It's it's not straight up reporting. It's just churning over the same thing. And and that again, if you have your favorite you like to watch, you know, hey, we're we're not judging at all. But we're not just saying, all. you know, think about what that does if you watch that all the time or you know, or if you're, if you want to watch television, I mean, you know, flip on a sitcom or something, get some brain candy in there. Brain candy is good. (laughs) And we're not saying, you know, like I love when I get a true analysis of something or pieces that are, you know, longer form content, usually on the weekends, I, you know, have some things that I read long form content to really dig deep into a topic, get the historical picture And so I enjoy that too. And so we're not saying don't consume anything. Oh my God, the news is terrible. That's not what we're saying. We're saying, you know, define a healthy balance for yourself. And that's going to look differently for each of us, but really start to look at yourself. How are you feeling with the amount of news content that you're consuming? Are you still, are you taking that into your business? Are you feeling frustrated or scared or uncertain? Are you starting to say things like, yeah, it's really hard out there. I can't get any business because that's not true. Yes. The world is, all of these things are happening, but right now is one of the best times to be a solo. There are so many opportunities out there, but you will miss those opportunities. If you have set your mind that things are tough, they're hard. Prices are going up. People are cutting back. No one wants to do business. These are, if you find yourself in that attitude where you're only seeing obstacles and you're only seeing, you know, negativity, maybe that's a cue to stop and think about what are you hearing? What are you seeing? What are you reading? And and that's not just the news, by the way, that could be the people around you, Uh other types of information. It could be your clients. I mean, So do an assessment of, you know, what am I hearing? What am I seeing? What am I reading? And how can I filter some of this out so that I can get back to a healthier balance of understanding that the world is a dumpster fire right now? Because, you know, it is. I mean, I'm not stupid. It is. But that dumpster fire does not have to represent my whole entire life. It's like, yes, it's burning. But you know what? I got a fire extinguisher over here and I've got flame retardant up over here and I might get singed a little, but I'm not about to burn to the ground. Well, I mean, and think of it too, because we do have this, you know, nonstop funnel of information, you know, with what's happening, you know, with Ukraine, I, I think 
I think back to, oh my gosh, what if we had the technology we have now as far as media and consuming information in the Revolutionary War? Would we have had the metal to go on, right? Like, oh, conquered, man. Ooh, it's done. Oh, no. Smallpox. Ah, you know? <laughs> it's, you I know, Michelle, wow, that's such a profound point to make. You know, I think, you know, I'm of an age where growing up, my parents and I, we gathered around to listen to Walter Cronkite when something really special happened on and there was more content about it. But you're absolutely right. The digital age really does require us who have been around for a while to shift how we consume information. And for digital natives, it does require them to really look at that and to find ways to limit that consumption to what's really necessary. Because you're right, you know, we have we have too many places where content is being thrown at us. And, and that was not always the case. You know, many years ago, we didn't have, you know, we didn't have the internet. We had newspapers and broadcast TV. So getting overwhelmed was a little hard because there just weren't that many sources. But today we have sources coming at us from everywhere and from every ideology. So, yeah, I think that we do feel like we've got to catch it all. Like, okay. Oh, got to read that. Got to read this. Yeah. Got to read that. Yeah. And then you have yeah. like 22, you know, quote unquote, industry publications that you feel like you have to read. I got uh, news for you. You really you don't. don't. You don't. Put away the FOMO. There's no yeah. such thing. But yeah, it's it's interesting. I mean, you know, and also thinking historically, like, you know, even I, I have, you know, friends with kids who were deployed in the in the 90s and 2000s and their significant others could FaceTime with them every day. And, and you know. I, I think, wow, isn't that amazing? Because in the 40s in World War II, you hoped your husband was still alive. You didn't know till you got the letter three weeks later. And, you know, just how information as a whole and news just, it just gets back to, you don't have to know everything right away. You know, I, even you know now that, that it's possible. Yes. It's out, the information <laughs> is out there, but can I tell you from someone who has recovered? Because if there is anybody, you know, my mother, you know, if you're a little bit older, you probably heard this term from your grandmothers or your mom's um, nosy Rosie. That my mom used to call me nosy Rosie. I wanted to know everything. I was so nosy as a kid. I just, you know, I wanted to know everything. I wanted to read everything. I love to read the dictionary and the encyclopedia all the time. I wanted to know all the things, all the yeah. things. It has taken me a lifetime to let it go. But I have to tell Uh you in these past couple of years where I have let go of my need to know all the things and to do all the things, I do notice a difference in my mental health and in Mm -hmm. my stress levels. And, you know, it takes a while to build that muscle of distancing yourself But I promise you that we have so many things. We have things pinging at us and notifications and emails and Slack and Discord and social media. You have to give yourself a break from some of those things. You have to limit the incoming or it's going to bury you and you're not going to have the life or business that you really want. Right. I was, uh, before the broadcast, I was joking with Michelle and telling her that I can remember 
when Tim Ferriss first wrote his wrote his first book, The Four Hour Work Week. And I read it and loved it and, you know, followed sort of the digital community around that. But I remember him sharing that he didn't consume the news at all. He goes, if something really important happens, people will tell you. And I, you know, back then I was like, <laughs> huh, you know, and and there have been periods in my life for many years that I've taken a complete news fast. But I was laughing and because recently I said, dude was on to something because it's true. You know, every day I have this play date at the park with my dog and her friends. <laughs> and I'm telling you, the pet parents will get you together. <laughs> they know everything that's going on. So I don't read or I don't have to pay attention to all the stuff because they are going to tell me the 10 day forecast of the weather down to the degree of temperature and the <laughs> day that it's going to rain, snow, be sunny, whatever's happening, they're going to know about it. If a meteorite is supposed to hit the earth, they're going to tell you. If two neighbors had a dispute, they're going to tell you. If there's a lost cat, they're going to tell you. If there was a fire in the area, they're going to know the cause of the fire, the people who were there and what happened. And so it made me laugh, like, I didn't have to read any of this stuff. And you know what? It's definitely less stressful when you're hearing it from people in conversation. Now, if there's something that I missed and I want to dig deeper, then I have the option of now going to search out that specific topic to get more information. And again, I'm not saying everyone should be like me. But what we are saying in this spring season, as we are pruning and dusting and polishing and, you know, (laughs) letting new things bloom, spring clean your information consumption, not just limited to the news, but really, again, first step is to do an assessment because before you can like cut things away, you have to know like what's really growing and producing good things in my life. And what are the things that are really weeds that are kind of growing up and choking the life out of me? Do that assessment for yourself. It's going to differ for everyone and you will feel a lot healthier. That's pretty much all that we have for you today. And I'm so thankful to each and every one of you for tuning in to watch us live or to listen to the audio podcast. We just want everyone to have the very best experience in your life as possible. That's always our goal is for you to take charge and to design the business and the life that you really want. And so, you know, again, do that assessment and think about what's serving you and what's not and cutting away some of the things that are incoming Yes. So that can take you down. Yes, yes. I don't know if it's, if you know, one, one way to do that too is, you know, you think, okay, after maybe I check Twitter after lunch, how do I feel after that? Do I, do I feel good? Do I feel agitated? You know, try and use that lens too. But while we feel good when you tune in and listen to us, so we hope you don't cut us out. Don't put us on your diet. <laughs> And we are grateful for you for tuning in. And until next time, thanks for listening to That's All Life.